reading tonight from the book of Hebrews, chapter 11, verses 8 through 13. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed. And he went out, not knowing whither he went. By faith, he sojourned in the land of promise, as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked for a city which had foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Through faith also, Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age, because she judged him faithful who had promised. Therefore sprang even of one, and him as good as dead, so many as the stars of the sky in multitude, and as the sand which is by the seashore innumerable. These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, and were persuaded of them, and embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. We see here some key words. The first key word is that Abraham obeyed. How important it is for success in God to be obedient. Hallelujah. And we see this next thing is that he went out not knowing where he, whether he went, but by faith. His faith superseded his lack of direct knowledge. The only knowledge we need when we're taking instructions from God is that God knows. God does what is best for us. And we can, by faith, obey his instructions because he knows the end, even before the beginning. And we continue to see that he sojourned in a land of promise. The promise was not for him only, but for those that were with him, those that would come from him and through him, and those that would be blessed through his father's seed, Jesus Christ, through whom we are blessed because of Abraham's obedience. Because we are grafted in through Christ our Lord to the promises to which Abraham was obedient. Thank God. And so, as we look at this, 
and consider that the founding fathers of this country, who were primarily British and other Europeans, fought and changed their citizenship to colonial Americans and went on to patriotically defend the new country. They came to this country not knowing what to expect. It was commonly called, as you were leaving Europe, the American experiment. We understand that an experiment is a series of trials and errors to prove or disprove a theory or a cause. But we want to look at the fact that they went on to patriotically defend the country of their new citizenship. Now, a patriot, by definition, is a person who loves, supports, and defends his or her country and its interests with devotion. The actions of the founding fathers were very patriotic. We are all born as sinners, and most of us have had our citizenship in the world of sin. But we have changed that citizenship to the kingdom of our Lord and His Christ. Now, we must love, defend, and support the gospel of the kingdom with devotion, determination, and a Holy Ghost-filled conviction. We must be patriotic to our new citizenship. We expect to receive a robe and a crown and eternal life with the Lord at the end. But in the here and now, we expect to receive and do live, some of us, victoriously over sin through faith and prayer. We expect to continue to live in the exceeding great and precious promises that the Lord has given us in this kingdom. America is made up of people that were born here in America in the 50 states and those who were born elsewhere. What really matters is not where we are physically born, for we have no control over that. What matters is where our heart is. Hallelujah. My wife and I were born in the British Virgin Islands. We were not originally Americans. And we became naturalized Americans after application and, and a number of other things. So it doesn't matter where you were born. What matters is where is your heart? Where is your devotion? Where is your loyalty? Not only to a country, but to the gospel. Hallelujah. And so, we think of a, a conversation that would happen between citizens 
one citizen being a citizen of the world of sin, and we'll name him sinner, and another citizen being a citizen of the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. And we'll name him Christian. Now the topic of their conversation was the benefits of patriotism to their respective kingdoms. They would have stood on, the, on either side of altar benches, much like these altar benches, and begin a discourse. Christian would have started out and said, you know, the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Sinner would say, why would I want to change citizenship? Things are going great in the world. Christian would reply, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, and the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not of the Father, but of the world. Sinner goes on to try to make a strong point, and he comes back and says, I party, I go to the clubs, I go to the bars, I have a great time, and I try to drown my sorrows with alcohol. Christian says, that might be true, but the next day you have a hangover, the alcohol destroys your liver, and besides, remember, sorrows are great swimmers. Why do you think they reappear? Sinner doubles down on his argument. He said, listen, I also try to forget my cares by smoking weed and crack cocaine and taking heroin and opioids. And Christian says, all that might be true, but it's only temporary. It takes all of your money, destroys your relationships, your life, and your family. You then need to go to rehab, and no one offers you a job. In the kingdom of God, however, we cast all our cares on him, for he cared for us. Our God supplies all our needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Sinner, not to be outdone, declares, I'm dishonest. I rob, steal, kill, tell lies, cheat on my taxes, all without any remorse. The ruler of our kingdom has a mandate to steal, kill, and destroy. Christian says, No thieves, no covetous, no drunkards, no revilers, no extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. The world passeth away, and the lust thereof, but he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. Amen. Our Lord came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. Sinner is struck with conviction. He says, I want to abide forever with the Lord. What does it take to change citizenship? 
Christian says, I'm glad you asked. For godly sorrow worketh repentance to salvation, not to be repented of, but the sorrow of the world worketh death. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And, and sinner says, you mean that I can be delivered from my lying, cheating, dishonest life? You mean that my life can be restored to my family? I can have my finances in order again? I can have peace in my heart? I can have joy in my soul? Christian declared, yes! You are like the people who sat in darkness and saw great light. And to them which sat in the region and shadow of death, light is sprung up. Sinner, the light is sprung up for you. For Jesus, he preached and he said, repent. For the kingdom of heaven is at hand. He said, if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thy heart, O sinner, that God had raised Jesus from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For all you need to do is believe with your heart unto righteousness. And with your mouth, pray. Pray the prayer confession. Pray the words of your heart. Pray the, 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 the prayer that reaches your heart and the Lord will help you. You receive salvation. Christian said, Sinner, why not tonight? We're here at the altars. Why not tonight? Why not change your citizenship tonight? You can stand fast in the liberty that Christ will make you free in. And you won't have to be entangled again with the yoke of those bondages. Why not tonight? That's a conversation that possibly takes place in our hearts. In reality, when we witness with sinners. It might have the concerns of some sinner person in there. The truth is that all those vices exist in the earth. And people are tempted to continue a life of shame and defeat and lies and falsehood from the ruler of the kingdom of this world. But the good news tonight is that Jesus has come. That each and every one that believe it might have life and have it more abundantly. That deliverance is here. That salvation is here. That freedom is here. That joy unspeakable and full of glory is available to each sinner that freely opens their hearts and say, Lord, I want to change my citizenship from the kingdom of this world into the kingdom of our Lord and his Christ. We're saying to you tonight, why not tonight? Why not now? It's not complicated. It's not rocket science. It takes the desires of the heart. Hallelujah. 
It's available. The altars are here. Do not leave here tonight until you change your citizenship from the world of sin into the kingdom of our Lord and his Christ. May the Lord bless you.